afternoon everyone and welcome back to my podcast Making Sense with Nads. Today is episode 8 and we're talking all things lockdown and yeah basically a little bit about where I'm at, a little bit about what I'm getting from it and how I'm reacting to lockdown. Um, Sorry for the mellow tone of my voice at the moment, it's not been a great day. Um, been quite struggling the last few days but I actually on my walk yesterday because you know we're only allowed one breath of fresh air on a walk once a day one exercise a day outside so on my walk yesterday I actually tried to upload what I'm doing again now so I actually did this episode yesterday but unfortunately for some reason or other I must have pressed the wrong button and the episode wiped so it's quite frustrating, but I'm going to do my best to remember everything I said yesterday. Um, and yeah, and we'll see where we get to. A bit later on, I'll talk about some questions that on my Instagram, which is nc.lifts. Um, for those of you that don't follow me, hit me a follow, message, whatever. Um, on my Instagram, I think it was last week or something, I asked people... Well, the people that follow me, I asked them to ask me any questions that I was originally going to answer in an, in one of my Insta lives, but I decided not to. Um, I was going through a bit of a dilemma, to be honest, whether to answer the questions on the live or to do it as an IGTV, which I might end up doing anyway, um, or like I said on this episode of the podcast. I've been meaning to do another episode of the podcast for a while but not really been in a good place so I didn't think it was right for people that listened to have someone talking who's actually doesn't really want to speak doesn't really want to get their voice out there so I thought I'd take a break for a bit but I'm back for this episode anyway I've got a few things lined up for future episodes a couple of people who may join me hopefully but Anyway, back to this. So, if you have listened to previous episodes on my podcast, um, I always start with a quote. And I was really struggling to think of one just to fit this episode, if that makes sense. Um, In terms of a quote to, like, link into what I'm talking about and things like that. So, then I remembered that I have some colourings that I do for mindfulness and to pass the time because you know lockdown and that can't do much Um, and one of them said this quote and I thought the quote on the piece of paper was exactly what this podcast is about so the quote is it is what it is it is what it is so this quote I think is really relevant right now for everyone Um, There's a word that links to that, which I'll get to in a second, um, in terms of, like, how we get by, I guess, and how, sorry, I'm just on on another walk, so if you hear cars or anything in the background, or me heavily breathing, it's because I'm out of breath, um, so bear with. And also, before I get on to what I was saying, if I go off on a tangent, if you've listened to uh, Future, listen to previous episodes you'll know it's pretty normal for me to do so um i tend to go off on a tangent every now and then so please bear with me 
I will get back to what I'm talking about. But yeah, just thought I'd let all you new listeners know. Um, so yeah, talking about the quote for today, which is, it is what it is. And there's one word that really, I don't know how to describe it. Um, let me think. I guess that really is important and really relates to the quote, it is what it is. And that's the word control. Just control by itself. So this word for me is quite a trigger for personal reasons, for a lot of reasons. Um, And it's become a bit more of a trigger in the last few months for things that have happened in my life. And the other things that people say, which I don't mean in a nasty, malicious way, but the way I perceive it is obviously the wrong way. So yeah, so the word control, why is it a trigger for me? It's a trigger because it means a lot of things. It's a very negative word for me. I don't see the word control as a positive. Having said that, I did see a quote today on my Instagram. Um, I follow a page with loads of like motivational quotes. Um, I follow a few of them actually. And this, and then the quote with the word control came in, but actually it was more in a positive sense. So I'm not gonna go into that now. If I remember, I'll do that at the end, um, or a bit later on. So yeah, so the word control, why? So a few people have said to me recently, with all things locked down, with all things going on, and I don't take what they say negatively, but it triggers me into thinking negative thoughts, if that makes sense. Um, so a few people have said to me, there's no point stressing over things you can't control. You might as well control the way you react to it, you act like in your actions, the way you speak about it, etc. So why is that a massive trigger for me? And why do I see the word control as a negative? Um, Well, realistically, when people say, there's no point stressing over things you can't control, you might as well just get on with it. It's not the, I guess that's not the way you really want to look at it. If you're really anxious like me and feeling very low, I struggle with anxiety and depression, so that is very temperamental at the moment. And it's more of a roller coaster with emotions as well, currently, but... um, So yeah, so when... Sorry, I tend to lose my train of thought. Um, I'll come on to this in a second, why? Um, and why it's hard for me to, to get my words out in a way. Um, I'll go this way today, actually. I went that way yesterday. Um, so, yeah, so... There's no point stressing over things you can't control. That sentence makes absolute perfect sense. Don't get me wrong. It makes absolute sense. However, when it's a person like me receiving that comment um, and the people that have said it to me I'm not going to name names because there's no point and also I don't blame them like I completely understand from where where they're coming from but at the same time when I'm already extremely anxious not just about obviously lockdown and all things that that surrounds but 
also just in general I'm very anxious very overwhelmed lately and I'm feeling very not I wouldn't say depressed yet but I'm very close to that stage I'm feeling very low so coming back to it it is what it is there's no point stressing over things you can't control I get that I completely do as I've said multiple times because I keep going back and forth um however um the way I look at it and the way that I try and push myself to look at it more is by thinking about what you can control. I understand coronavirus, we can't control it. We can control that we can stay at home. We can wash our hands. We can sanitize everything. We can clean everything. We can do our best to be safe at, in our own homes. Um, but with that, um, just bear with me one second. Sorry for that silence, just letting people um, go past me that were running. Don't know why you run, hate running. Anyway, um, so yeah. So there are things you can, that we as a nation, as individuals, as human beings, we can control. As I said, we can wash our hands, we can stay at home, etc. We can also control the way we see things. And that is a lot harder. That's the wrong way of saying it. It's a lot easier said than done. It's a lot easier to say, oh yeah, we can control the way we, way we may react to that person saying really bad things to us. Or the way we react to a situation, we can control that. Yes, we can control it, but it needs a lot of practice and a lot of patience. Um, I think it's really important to think about, yes, the things you can't control and make a list of them. So let's do it now. So the things we can't control, we can't control the virus. We can't control, to a point, we can't control our finances. We can't control our jobs at the moment for some of us. As a student, we can't control where things go. Um, in terms of thoughts and sometimes negative thoughts sometimes we can't control them however so we've made that list however we can control in fact before we move on to what we can control another thing of what we can't another thing of what we can't control is the way others react and what other people say and this is really important especially when thinking about not stressing over things you can't control but moving on to what we actually can control, well, we can control the way we speak. We can control the way we act. We can control what we do in our own homes or in our, or in our own spaces in terms of hygiene and cleanliness, etc. We can control what we eat. We go to the shops, we buy the food we want junk food or not healthy food doesn't matter we decide whether we want to eat it or not we can control all of that we can control whether we go out for a bit of fresh air whether it's sitting in the garden if you have one whether it's going for a walk a run why would you i don't know but still you get my gist we can control whether you're going to react in a negative or a positive way to things that say have closed for example the gym which i'll come on to a bit later on 
for example, restaurants, pubs, cafes, parks, uni, what else is there? School, massive thing we'll come on to in a, 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 a I can't speak today. We'll come on to as well. Um, so the quote, it is what it is, really, I think, resonates this word of control in terms of what we can and can't control and how we deal with that, how we cope with the fact that, yes, there's quite a few things at the moment in our current climate and our current situation in the UK and in the world, to be fair, that we can't control. But with that comes accountability and it comes responsibility in terms of what we can control. And we need to concentrate on what we can do rather than what we can't do. Um, for example, I'm on my walk now. Not gonna lie, don't really know where I am. Um, I have an idea, but I can, in terms of my control now, I can look on my phone for directions or I can just see where things go. And I think seeing where things go is really important, especially in this time that we're in, I'd say in terms of yes everyone needs a structure me myself included yes everyone needs a routine i think i think it's really important but at the same time we also need a bit of leeway and not to be so controlled um i think that's really something that we should think about Sorry, I found it really awkward then, just walking past someone who was outside her car and I'm um, just speaking into my headphones as if I'm speaking to myself, when actually I'm on podcast episodes. So, yeah, so I think moving on from, I've discussed like things you can control, things you can't, etc. I'm going to cross over because quite a few people on this road and social distancing and that. This is another thing we can control. We can't control the fact that we can't go to parties, we can't go to social events, we can't go out for dinner, things like that, and meet friends. However, we can control speaking to them on FaceTime, video calling them on Skype, messaging them on WhatsApp. And we can also, in terms of um, the rules that we have to stick to, we can control being two metres apart, things like that that not a lot of people have been listening to, I guess. Um, so I don't know where I am on my walk, but I'm just gonna go with it. I'm currently walking down the hill, knowing that full well, I'm probably gonna have to walk back up it, but exercise is exercise at the end of the day. Um, right, so moving on. So as I said at the beginning of this episode of my podcast, um, on my Instagram, I asked people, my followers, the people that follow me, whoever they are, I don't know. I mean, I do know some of them. Um, but I asked people that follow me, oh, excuse a helicopter in the background, sorry about that. Hopefully my voice is a little bit louder than that. Um, I asked the people that follow me some qu- to ask me questions. I didn't ask them questions. I asked them to ask me questions. and. A few people came up with the goods, I say, should say, maybe, I don't know, makes no sense, whatever. Um, so a few people came up with some questions and I've got them saved on my phone, I took a screenshot and they're on my phone. So I'm going to go through them in a second. Um, 
just if you're new to this podcast and you're new to listening to me talk gibberish or actually talk some sense sometimes then I apologise for one going off on tangents two for struggling to get my words out and on that I can explain basically I have dyspraxia I struggle with dyspraxia which is can be several things so it can be for example lack of coordination or struggling with your coordination so I think for me my coordination is actually a lot better than I I initially think Um, the next thing that actually does affect me is the processing processing of information I just had someone beep at me or wave at me and I'm not really sure why didn't know them whatever as you do anyway we go on so for me dyspraxia um, affects me in terms of processing information Um, in terms of if I get given say policies for schools because obviously I'm a trainee teacher um, or if I get given extracts of information that I need to read for uni for jobs anything I need to read them at least a few times in order for myself and for my brain to retain the information so when I'm speaking on I think I know no I don't know where I am that's rubbish when I'm speaking on these podcast episodes I tend to struggle with getting my words out and that's because I know what I want to say in my head but from my head to my mouth it sounds literally like gobbledygook sounds utter gibberish and sometimes really it frustrates me but again that's something I can control that sounds like one word in one I can control um so moving on so that's just a little bit about what may happen throughout the episodes on my podcast etc um another thing sorry for the sniffles every time I'm on a walk or in fresh air I get the sniffles um and so I've got some water with me I'm just gonna take a sip of water before we move on and figure out where the flipping hell I am. Yeah, got no idea on that. Just looking around. The bus just went past. Haven't a clue where the hell I am. But moving on. So in a moment, I'm going to get the questions out. Um, and going to go through them probably a good shout so let's do that so one person that sent me a question was a good friend of mine um, in fact I don't really know her as as a good friend but she is a really good person and she is really positive I think I know where I am I'm just logging it in my head oh I know where I am I got it okay let's carry on um so a few this person one of them that sent me a question to answer which I'm going to answer first um so she I met her at Mental Health Muscle a meet and eat from them so unfortunately Mental Health Muscle is closed and I have spoken about Mental Health Muscle earlier on in my podcasts so if you go check that out you or if you go and have a look you will see I guess um, just crossing the road, bear with. Um, I must look absolutely utter stupid talking to myself the whole way from start to finish of this walk 
because I'm talking to you guys on this podcast episode. Oh, I've already been talking for 20 minutes. That's not a lot. But we'll carry on. So, in fact, I ain't walking up that hill. No way I'm crossing again. Ooh la la. Um, so, let's carry on. Um, one of the questions that this friend of mine, I'm going to call her a friend, she's technically a friend, on Instagram more so, because I've only met her once, Dawn Brewer, shout out to you, my friend. Um, she's a really, really positive woman on Instagram, always positive, always training, trains hard as well, another one that trains hard in the gym, which we'll come to later on about the gym and all that. Um, I think I'm going to go back up from where I was, just because I don't really know where I am right now. Um, so yeah, so Dawn asked me a question, and her question was, I think I remember it from doing this first time yesterday, but I'll get it up anyway. So her question was, what have you found hardest and easiest this week? So that was obviously about last week, but last week, this week, who really knows what day of the week it is, let's be honest. I certainly don't. I know it's Wednesday only because it's my mate's birthday, so shout out to Ryan for happy birthday, mate. Um, but uh, I've just seen a funny sign on the road saying stay at home, two metre rule. So that's really good, just to remind people, I think. So, yeah, so going back to the question. So, Dawn asked me, what have you found hardest and easiest this week? Honestly, Her question is split, obviously, in two halves. Hardest and easiest things. However, I really feel like I can answer this in two ways, I think. So I can answer it in terms of, obviously, saying what the hardest things are and what the easiest things are. Nadji literally just reiterated the question. Absolute moron. Um, I don't know why I pressed the button, because there's no cars, really. So... Oops, sorry cars. Um, sorry everyone for just listening to my little rant to myself. Um, so yeah, now walking back up this hill. I'm going to start off with the hardest thing, only really because I don't know what the easiest thing has been, really. It's been an absolute struggle and it's only getting worse and it's only going really, I think, to get worse. And there's obviously ways that I can control, bringing that word back into the stupid podcast episode. Um, So there's only really a few things that I can control about how I can manage things getting worse. But we're not going to go into that or delve into that any time now. I'm so out of breath. I've just seen a post actually that says, be kind, let's look out for one another. And I think that's really prevalent and really important at the moment. Um, in the situation we're in as well as like just being there in general for people just reaching out Um, this is what happens on my episodes I see things and I talk about them whether it's relevant in what I want to talk about or not so bear with so going back to Dawn's question what's the hardest thing that's been this week well there are a few let's be honest Number one, being the gym. I'm just going to throw that out there. The gym is, for people that know me, and I know a lot of people that have the same issue, the gym's really been a massive issue and a massive problem for people to tackle this week. 
because the gym is my safe place. It's my escape. It's where I go to. I get in my car, get dressed, get in my car, take my gym bag, go to the gym. I enter the gym, go downstairs to the weight section with all the negative thoughts I have going around my head and in general and everything that I'm feeling. Negative, positive, it doesn't matter. But I come out feeling 100% better. Well, that's 99% of the time I feel 100% better. I'm not going to lie. There are a few times when I don't feel great, but it's probably because I've pushed myself or not pushed myself hard enough. But either way, I missed the gym. And I knew it would affect me by the gym being closed and not having it because home workouts, for all of you that I've spoken to, about home workouts, we all know, it ain't cutting it. It's not the same vibe. It's not the same atmosphere um, that the gym has. Like the people you see, the regulars that you know that are always there, the trainers that you see. Um, so I have been doing home workouts, don't get me wrong, but I've also struggled. So I actually was speaking to my PT a couple of days ago and I said to her, look, I'm really struggling with working out at home. I've got resistant bands and things and I'm grateful to have that because I know people don't have any sort of equipment. So having resistance bands is a heck of a like appreciation that I have. That doesn't make sense, but you know what I mean. Oh, God, this hill, man. Um, so, yeah, so I do have a lot of appreciation for what I have um, currently in terms of gym equipment. But at the same time, it's not, as I said, it's not the same vibe. It's not, as when I said the gym is my escape and the gym is my safe place, it's because every single time I felt really low and down and anxious. I can go to the gym, I can go and lift weights, I can go and slam a flipping med ball, for those of you that don't know what that is, a medicine ball, down on the floor, whacking it hard on the floor, just getting my frustration out. Whereas now I don't have that. I don't have that place to go to let everything out. I don't have the gym to get exhausted in because of all the training I'm I'm doing and all the hard training I'm doing and I was getting in the flow of it before lockdown of training really hard six days a week pushing myself to my limits to the point of a couple of times I felt very very sick but again that, those are some of the greatest workouts that you can do oh I am out of breath on this walk today I'm also absolutely schwitzing and my mental health muscle hoodie uncoat which I think was a bad idea today but whatever we'll live and we'll learn as we do in life in general anyway so yeah there's your answer hardest thing a gym point blank so a question that my good mate Daryl shout out to you mate thanks for always being there oh another runner today what's going on um Daryl asked me what's been keeping me going in terms of fitness so linking into what I've just talked about not having a gym in that um, I've been going on walks only since yesterday I did one last week and it was actually really good so I started to do them again and when I spoke to my PT a couple of days ago 
I said, look, I'm going to cut out training and cut out home workouts for a couple of days. I think for the whole, the rest of this week, I'm going to not do them. Because I'm not, I'm not feeling it anymore. It's doing, to, to me, for me anyway, it's doing a lot more harm than it is good at the moment. Um, and I think for me, noticing that is a really, really positive thing. Um, oh, apologies for that sniffle there. Might go and sit on that bench, actually. I need a bit of a break. Oh, shit. Sorry, I just climbed over a bar and almost fell over. So, yeah. Um, so, moving on. I'm just staring at a park, which is actually really depressing because it's closed. As we all know, park's closed. And it's got, like, the police tape on it. So, you actually can't get in. Um, I hope that dog doesn't come over here. Please don't. We're really not a fan. Especially now during this podcast. If I swear, it's because the dogs come over. Not such a fan. Um, but yeah, anyway, moving on. What's been fitness for me at the moment? How am I coping during lockdown? Well, now that I've cut out work, home workouts since yesterday, um, I've been going, and I'm going to be, carrying on going on a daily walk. As in, we're allowed to, as Boris Johnson, Bojo, as he said, we're allowed our one exercise of the day to be outside. Obviously you can do exercise in your back garden or outside in your home, but I think it's really important to also get get out away from your home for a bit, get a new environment. Um, I'm exploring new places on my walks, don't get me wrong. Never really been up here. I know where I am now, but I've never really been up here in terms of just for a walk I never really went on walks um, and I think I definitely appreciate nature a lot more so previously on my walks I've taken pictures of like blossom the sunshine it's not sunny now unfortunately um, and just things I see that actually capture my attention I've been taking pictures of and I think that's really important um, to just appreciate just making sure that it's still recording because I feel like I'm talking and nothing's happening um but no it is still recording um I really I've learned to actually and I'm learning a lot more every single walk I go on to actually appreciate where I am and the fact that unlike other countries around the world we can actually go outside for a walk so in terms of fitness I've been doing that going for my walks trying to hit 10,000 steps but I'm also not holding myself to hit 10,000 steps. I didn't yesterday. I was, I think I did about seven and a half yesterday. Um, but today I think I probably would have hit 10,000 steps considering I've actually walked quite far away from where I live. Um, so yeah, I'm just gonna take a sip of water, by the way. It's really important to stay hydrated, um, especially because we're not doing much in terms of exercise we're not doing much and therefore we don't really need to eat much but I think it's really important to keep our water intake up and I love how I'm giving you guys this advice but I should probably take my own at some point so I'm aiming to drink water every single day um but it is a lot harder easier said than done sorry I keep saying that phrase wrong anyway moving on let's go on to another question that someone 
I follow on Instagram again. Tanisha said, what's keeping you sane through this pandemic? Um, do you know what? There's a few things. Now that I've started going on walks, it's this, just getting out in the fresh air. I, today I actually forced myself to get out because as I said at the beginning of the podcast, at the beginning of this episode, sorry, I've not been feeling too great today in terms of mentally. Um, physically, I'm also not 100%. Been struggling with a few migraines um, from the moment I wake up. And I think that's because of lack of water, as I said, dehydration, probably. I'm not eating, really, um, which I know I should be doing, but I'm just not hungry. I'm feeling that low at the moment that appetite isn't isn't really on the cards um so yeah like um i'm just making it obvious i'm speaking into my speaker because there's a family walking past me and i look like a right idiot um so what's keeping me sane another thing that's keeping me sane is the support i'm getting from people um my good friend megan shout out to you mate um, great idea setting up a WhatsApp group chat of people we know and people we don't know as well. Um, all people that we follow on Instagram and our friends, followers and things like that. Um, we, we all add people every now and then. It was only made, I think, last week, beginning of lockdown, really. Um, and I don't know everyone in the group and I think that's really important as well that I'm meeting new people through what's happening we're making the most of it and speaking to new people we're all supporting each other we're all there for each other through through the highs through the lows um and we're just basically trying to make ourselves a bit more cheerful every single day and i think it's really important to have those whatsapp group chats and i know before lockdown i would have said oh screw them screw those group chats too many things going on mute them all but you still get notifications all the rest of it and it's just a pain in the arse and i just delete myself from them however with it being locked down and with you not seeing people that you would usually see your friends or people at the gym or you'd go out to parties or how like to see people in different situations um for you not to actually do that i think it's really important to keep those whatsapp group chats going and this group chat is full of i think like 20 22 people um and there's always someone there to answer what like whether you're struggling i know i've posted a few times this week last week whatever that i've been struggling and they're always there for support and to just be like we not we're here like you're not alone and i think that's really important um again with that i think it's really important to check in with your friends those that you speak to on a regular basis those that you don't speak to often those that you just maybe even the people that you grew up with that you don't really speak to but because we're in this situation of a lockdown and of the coronavirus pandemic that's the word pandemic um i think it's really important to just i don't know like just check in with people to just see how they're doing just a small small talk basically what you'd do if you saw them at a party maybe go hi how are you great okay move on like do that but obviously the facetime call message whatever but i think that's really important to keep going because without communication isolation and quarantine is shit utter shite and i think most people that are listening to this could possibly agree
sorry, just taking a drink. Um, so yeah, and before I move on to the next question, I just wanna point out that I personally am really grateful for all the key workers. Um, and I just wanna say a massive thank you to all of them that are putting their health on the line being on the front line, being in the NHS, etc., and just saving people, people's lives, basically. Um, I think I'm gonna carry on walking now. I think I'll go around. Um, oh, I've left a bit of a bum patch, as you do when you're a bit sweaty. It's all like I'm back in the gym again on the floor, um, leaving a bum patch when you're really hot. After you've done a workout, you sit down on the floor and you realize as soon as you sit down, that is a mistake because you leave a bit of a sweaty patch. But anyway going on that's a tangent another one hey hey um i don't know what just happened there. i'm really sorry so yeah so i think um i just want to say massive massive thank you to all the people that are just helping get rid of this virus and helping people get better and just doing their bit to save our worlds in a way Um, And as much as the NHS is a massive part of that and any other key worker involved, I think it's also really important and it's not said enough at the moment to thank all the teachers. Um, This is really something I'm passionate about because if you've listened to my podcast, you'd know, but in fact, I'm going to go this, I'm going to go a longer route today. Oh no, I'm not. Am I? Am I? Am I? I can see a dog jumping and scaring the shit out of me. No, I'll go on the main road. Forget it. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, going back to it. Um, I think thankful for the teachers because as a primary school trainee teacher myself, I wish I could be in school right now. I wish I could be teaching. Um, I said to my friend Liz the other day, um, I really miss it. I miss being in a school just teaching the next generations, teaching children, inspiring them, motivating them, and just giving something back. Um, that's, I think, what, one thing that's also been quite hard, linking back to Dawn's question about what's the hardest thing been in lockdown is that schools are closed, therefore my placement has stopped. I can hear something ruffling around in the bushes and I'm not so keen as to what it is. Um, anyway, moving on. Um, and yeah, not being in school has, has had an effect on me, mainly because of the routine. Um, I used to get up at 6.30 or whatever, get dressed, leave, drive to school, eat my breakfast, and then move on. I might sit in the park. I'm not sitting in the park, there's too many dogs. Um, and... I used to do that every single day and I did that for about six weeks on my first placement and I started doing that, I was I think five weeks in to my second placement when lockdown appeared and everything was cut, everything was closed etc. Um, and it really, it's a massive like, real like massive impact um, not being in school. but. As I said, I want to thank people. I've seen the same woman three times now, walking. Um, probably should make friends with her. Probably won't. Social distancing and that. Anyway. Um, so yeah, massive thank you to the teachers. Um, just for what they're doing. They're risking their health as well as the NHS. 
but going into schools and just looking after the key workers' children. Um, and I don't think that's said enough, really. And I don't think people um, appreciate them as much as they should. Linking to this is something that my friend actually sent me right at the beginning of my teacher training um, course, my PGCE course. Um, she said, three things teachers look forward to is Christmas holidays, Easter holidays, summer holidays. At the moment, I'm looking forward to getting back in that classroom and getting back to doing what I love and teaching. And I've not been doing it that long, but I've had a lot of experience and a lot of work with young people, secondary and primary. But my passion is to be a primary school teacher. Um, and I'd love to get back there. And there's another thing that's just popped into my head, actually, that links to what... Oh, I'm a bit tired now. That links to what um, people tend to say about teachers. And it's this. If you can't teach... If you can't... I don't know what the quote is, but it's like, if you can't work, teach, or whatever. Um, if you can't do something, te then teach. Things like that. I don't know, you, people will hopefully, who are listening to this, will hopefully know what I'm talking about. Um, but I'm going to sit on this bench because I'm in a break again. Just want to chill for a bit. But I think that statement I've seen on Facebook, actually, a couple of times, um, previous... And I've seen it in terms of that statement just can't be said anymore because at the end of the day, teachers are key workers right now and they're in schools looking after the key workers' children, putting themselves on the line in order to keep children in education. They might not be educating and teaching them as you would in real life school time, but they're still there looking after. Um, and I think saying... Like, if you can't do this, then teach. I think that, that quote just needs to fuck off, basically. Um, there's a... Let me carry on walking. There's another question that Tanisha asked me, and it says... Her question was, what are you excited about to do when we are allowed to be free? In inverted commas. Um, when we are free, when the lockdown's over, when it all blows over, when we can all, like finally like leave our house more than once a day um, I think one of the things that I'm most excited about I think quite a few people might be joining me on this is going to the gym I will go there I'll smash a workout out um, good two hours I think lifting hard might just stay over in the gym for the night just to show it how much I missed it no I'm joking um, I'm not joking the fact that I will be going to the gym I will also be going out with friends and appreciating that a lot more and not taking things for granted um, and I think linking back to the start where I started with the quote it is what it is I think thinking about um, going back to the trigger word that I have of control thinking about what you can and can't control is really important in terms of Forget what you can't control because there is no point stressing over it. I'm saying it and I'm contradicting myself, being an absolute hypocrite, and I hold my hands up. And some days it's easier to listen to that and easier to take that on board than it is to actually do it on other days. But I think thinking about what you can control and what you can do, make a routine, make a structure, 
distractions that I've got at the moment for me is colouring. Um, started doing this on the last day of school two Fridays ago. It was just basically a fun day. We did some colouring, photocopied a bit extra, printed off a few pictures whilst back in Manchester, brought them back to Birmingham and I have started colouring um, on a daily basis. And I do a colouring picture, do a, pic I colour a picture a day. And I think that's really important for me. I thought, oh, I'll only be doing it for about 10 minutes at a time. I got myself so wrong. I've been doing it for pretty much majority of the day, at least a few hours at a time. Um, even this morning, I was doing a new one that has a quote on it called, say it called, saying, be kind. Um, I wonder where I am now. I've gone in a massive circle. I swear, I bet I've hit these 10,000 steps. Because I've been well annoyed. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I do a colouring a day and that really passes the time. Another thing, I like to listen to podcasts. can't speak. I like to listen to podcasts. Um, there's a few that I recommend as well as this one. Um, Table Manners with Jessie Ware. If you like food, and this is a bit been a bit contradictory again I'm not a fan of food really it's not the biggest thing about me um, but they are really funny Jessie Ware and her mum Lenny are absolutely hilarious have guests on every week check it out and um, there's a few other podcasts I want to shout out as well because of the whole situation we're in I've been in lockdown and that and just needed to needing to distract ourselves oh I'm so out of breath can't get my words out it's not even my dyspraxia stopping me today. The fact that I can't breathe. Um, so yeah, just taking another swig of water. Um, so you've got table manners with Jessie Ware. You've obviously got my one, making sense with nads. Another one, a good friend of mine and someone I know, um, Aaron and Matt have started a podcast called Alpha Man Pod talking all things mental health to do with men as well but I think it's a really good thing for everyone to listen to so they've just done and published their first episode so go check it out Spotify um, is great for these another few is um, I can't think of them now Naked Professors is good um, I'd say my top three podcasts though are 100% mine duh uh, I'd be stupid if I didn't rave about this one. Um, Table Manners with Jessie Ware. And, oh yeah, there's a couple of others actually too that join into one. Bryony Gordon, um, she's a writer. She's got a podcast and a book actually called Mad World. Mad World? No, she's got a book called Mad Girl, sorry. She's got a podcast called Mad World. Absolutely incredible. Again, talking all things mental health. Um, and basically, yeah, just having guests on every week. So she's not opened her new series yet, but or published it even, but she has got her old series on and they are definitely worth the listen. Another one I've started listening to a lot more is Frankie Bridge. Um, she's got a podcast, she's got a podcast called Open Mind. And again, talking all things mental health, all things life, general, whatever. Um, you may see a bit of a link. Obviously, like my podcast is all about me, my life, my mental health experiences, talking about ra raising awareness of mental health. Sorry, that pavement was really slanted. 
doing my head in. Um, oh yeah, I walked here yesterday. So, bit of a theme, but again, follow me on Instagram, nc.lifts. Um, if you've got any suggestions for what you want future episodes to be about, or some guests you want me to have on my episodes, or if you want to be on it, send me a message. Um, more than happy to have a conversation. Um, I've got a f- couple of people in mind, one person in particular that I think will be my first guest, if he agrees. Um, oh no, cat's out the bag, I said it's a he. Ah, I wonder who it is. Jokes, you're not gonna find out. I think I want that person to be on my 10th episode. As I said, this is my eighth. I'm actually really proud that I've stuck with it. Um, but yeah, so hope everyone stays safe in this lockdown. Um, really appreciate all the feedback. I will be posting this on my Instagram. So yeah, hope you all stay safe, stay at home and stay connected. Don't isolate yourself. It may be isolation and quarantine time doesn't mean complete isolation though. If you are self-isolating, message me. I'm bored most of the time or I'm not really doing much. I said I'm colouring, going for a walk, that's about it. Um, just to keep my head sane. Um, so I think, yeah, my DMs, I hate the phrase, my DMs are always open, but they are. I'm always open to talk to people. Um, so yeah, so have a good day everyone and I'll speak to you later.